I can feel myself having to poo. I'm gonna push it out. I'm gonna push it away. I'm Are you not sure? out. I'm gonna push it back in. I'm gonna push it back oh in. Oh my gosh. It's going it's going in. Oh. Stop. Tell me we we aren't rolling. No, you we are. Oh we are? Okay, that's going in the episode for sure. If this is your first episode. Yeah, someone's like they're all like this. What and is this, this is a series about food. Ew, yeah. Someone's like you know what, I'm gonna eat a burger. <laughs> I thought it was uptown. It's too. just me, myself, and I. It's from the movie. <laughs> the oh, is it? oh the- but yeah. then there's also I'm a dude. She's a dude. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> we're all dudes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And we're gonna get to that song for sure. We're gonna have to talk about that. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> um hello hello everyone listeners we missed you it's been a long week i assume we're recording this long in advance of when we're releasing it so but um i assume whatever week it is right now it it's was a long, a long yeah it's definitely a long one it is. what do you guys think that you did this week in the future oh my gosh um i went to school i got drunk probably Ooh, okay. i worked <laughs> No, probably not crazy. It's probably just like, uh, um, I ate some dinner <laughs> multiple times. You could come up with anything right now, and you're coming up with the most mundane. It ate, sounds real, though. I'm this be- is real life. Look, True. I'm setting True. the bar at a realistic standard so that my week can improve. Mm. And then next time I see you, I'll tell you. <laughs> Except I don't know when this will be, and I'll forget about all of this conversation. By the way, I mean no. <laughs> I'm gonna get drafted into the laser war. Ooh, <laughs> good for you. So it's good to be back. Yeah, you were gone for a while. It's been a long week. Yeah, you got drafted and then promptly dismissed. It felt like a thousand years <laughs> in the laser war. <laughs> Yeah, you got. Uh, I'm not even gonna. I was trying to figure out some way. It's not worth it, but I was gonna try to figure said? out some some way where like Seb was like lost in some kind of like wormhole where he was gone for a thousand years. Yeah, that's what oh. I was trying to do. That was the laser war. Well, I don't know. Just okay. when I yeah. said it, felt like a thousand years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like interstellar. Well, Seb would that's be the funny. most annoying person to come out of a wormhole because you'd be like, "Can I tell you guys about the past? <laughs> Let me explain all my life to you." People will actually be interested. Yeah, have to listen. Future. Why is it a bad? Thing? Finally, someone will have good. to listen. Yeah. To me. Um, I don't know. Subs kind of like grandpa, like that. Ooh, you gonna take that, grandpa? <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> happily. I'm so sorry. Let's cut all this. <laughs> Finally, right. someone to listen to my stories. Duncan so on everyone in, in the, the future. Sorry. You know what? Actually, um, uh, at this point in recording, we've released uh, two episodes, and uh, I got one person's feedback who said. That we should uh, argue more. <laughs> so this is great. This is great. A good start. We're pandering. Yeah. The test audiences already. Yeah. What do you guys like it? Comment below. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fight more. Let's do it. Adam, I'm so mad at you about that thing you said that time. And I think they, they meant about the movie. But if you want to fight about something else, we no, can it do was that. about a movie. But they meant this movie. Yeah. Who are we? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Cut all that. No, that's staying. Are you kidding? That's that's gold. 
<laughs> we don't cut stuff on is it whack <laughs> everything goes in um we are is it whack uh which is a podcast that's produced by insomniac film festival we talk about movies discuss whether or not they're whack uh specific movies not just you know movies in general because we all know they are obviously whack yeah the, just the whole medium but if you disagree, send us a tweet. <laughs> Comment Sorry. below. <laughs> um, but we are starting a new mini-series. So uh, I'm going to lay out the parameters of what we're doing. It's going to be pretty wild. What we're doing is we each took one movie. We each picked one movie that was related to food. And it was pretty loose. You know, we're like, well, food, you know, it could be about anything. Um, food, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything related to food, but Look, still, that's anything is edible if you try. But here's the fun: we're not just going to talk about movies that are about food. What we're going to do is each episode, we're going to take one element that we learned from that movie. So it could be uh, a food that looks delicious. It could be a dinner experience. It could be anything. We don't know yet because we've just started. But we're going to take one thing from each movie. And in the last episode of this series, we're going to put on the ultimate dinner party for our friend Kuntudo, where we are going to serve Kun a delicious dinner inspired by meals from mm. these movies. And we're going we're gonna to mm. figure out if what we learned from these movies can actually be applied to the real world. And here's the other part. We're going to spend, you know, we spend a lot of time on Is It Whack reviewing movies, discussing whether or not they're whack. Well, we're going to flip the table and Kun's going to tell us if the dinner that we provided is whack or not. So we're going to get reviewed. Can we put like a, a mic in Khan's mouth so that everyone can just hear <laughs> Khan chewing for an hour? I mean, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's ASMR, right? I mean, can't make right? any promises, but yes, we'll do that. Do we yeah. have to cook? Yeah. Oh, we're be Hannah is hearing about this for the first time right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah also, like... Me neither, but we got this. Uh, I can't, uh, but I, I feel like we're gonna make it. I have a I really can, strong feeling I'm, I'm gonna be sitting on the couch, like saying things. Well, but... maybe you won't be. Ma maybe you don't have to make the food then. You okay. could try, uh, provide a great experience. Oh, oh no, that's that. even harder. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're weeks away from that. Yes. First, we need to talk about the first movie on our list, which uh is Good Burger. Good Burger. Woo. <laughs> We should, why didn't we all match the excitement of Funky oh, yeah. on that? Yeah. <laughs> Good burger. Oh, my gosh. What a Nickelodeon classic. Right, guys? It was it was really? Nickelodeon you could see Those are words that would describe <laughs> really? other the, movies. Before I watched this, I was like, I was expecting, like, I've seen a lot of Disney Channel movies, but I don't no, think I've seen no, no. many. I forgot how different Nickelodeon is. And so I was like, oh, Oh, you, yeah. yeah. Hannah was shocked by the High School artistry Musical on display. would never. <laughs> Wasn't it? Wait, Nickelodeon it was owned by Disney, though, right? No. Was it an option? So. Oh, okay. No, competing oh, brands. Yeah, I thought really that. Like... So, what channel did the Nickelodeon films play on? Did they have their own channel? Or the shows? Yeah, no, YTV. YTV. Oh. Well, here, but I think Nickelodeon was a channel. Yeah, but you know, also. Cartoon Network's Teletoon. Some Nickelodeon shows played on the Family Channel, um, mm -hmm. like The Amanda Show, all that. And Zoe 101. Usually after their time, though, didn't they? they no. No, they played on Disney, like, pre-2007, like, though. Well, mm. no, the Family Channel. Or Family In the Channel. distance, you're hearing the voice of Nara. 
who um, is fact checking. Is fact is our researcher. Zendora is like a Gen like Zed. So what is Zendora? Yeah, this movie was before your time, Nora. Yeah, you weren't even born when Good Burger came out. Sorry, but the timeline is after Zoe 101, but before. Why don't you hop on the mic? Ah, you're a little strapped in. Yeah, hop on the mic. Say something. So basically, Family Channel, Zoe 101 was like the last Nickelodeon, like Dan Warp show to be on there. And then after that, when like iCarly started, then it went over to. And Drake and Josh was also But hot. Drake and Josh was, yeah, that Freaking was classic, YTV. Drake and that and was at the same time that like some of these other, like that was pre Zoe 101. And we all know what Dan Warp means, but just to <laughs> confirm, it's Dan, Dan Schneider. Schneider. Who's who? a creep who really likes Disgusting. feet? Oh, and he was in this movie. Yeah. Yes, he was. Well, and was there was a foot joke because there always is. I didn't even notice the foot joke. Yeah, okay, Ed I think we're getting way ahead of. Ah, uh, so, yeah. yes, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. What was your favorite YTV show though? It's got to be Drake and. Wait, was Fries in that? I was uh, trying to think of what I was watching. Oh I like that. I like Fries. Was that? I saw that guy walking around. Was it on YTV though? Yeah, I think so. Favorite Nickelodeon show. It's a tie between the Amanda show. And like Zoe 101, probably. I loved Zoe 101. That was like my show. But the Amanda show, also a classic. Love you, Amanda. I gotta say, Victorious. Like, what? Victorious, like, I don't know. It was good. I feel like that is when people fell off. A lot of our g- generations stopped watching Nickelodeon shows. But I don't know. Bangers, bangers. It had art school, and it was like, oh, check it out. I'm Victoria Justice. I have no clue school. what that is. That's Ariana Grande got her started on that. Oh. <laughs> My favorite was uh, Angela Anaconda. Oh, Angela Anaconda so, was not, that was lying. not Nickelodeon. You're so weird. <laughs> you're lying. Okay, one that was wasn't so Nickelodeon. Weird. Two, I'm pretty sure that played on Teletoon. <laughs> and three, it was It, was, it wasn't your favorite. And three, it was dope. <laughs> it was you have to pick no, a different one. You have to pick a different one. Fairly Odd Parents. Okay. Was that Nickelodeon? Yeah. I played on YTV. Yeah. Well, SpongeBob, obviously. Oh yeah, that's but it doesn't count. That's oh, just yeah. clearly the best one. Yeah, I thought we were talking like sitcoms. Yeah. Oh, then Drake and Josh. That or iCarly was good. iCarly's yeah, good. That iCarly was a good show. iCarly was good, but also sometimes annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we like were too old for super it. Super annoying. Oh yeah. Still right. Like that's yeah, I thought it was good. I liked that they made movies in the show, or not really movies. It was a webcast. It was mm-hmm. a. But like, um, I was just so excited about that. <laughs> Anytime I saw them like filming anything, anything yeah. where people were uh filming stuff or making movies when i was growing up just excited me so much i watched all of entourage terrible show so bad uh but i just loved like watching anything where they were on set making stuff do you watch being ian yes i was gonna say oh yeah that's not nickelodeon i think that was legit canadian that one yeah yeah i think we should get back to good yeah what's good burger good burger when did you first see it? Yeah, why'd you pick this one? Oh, why not? And <laughs> what's your mother's maiden name? Uh, Esther. Oh, I, oh, good name, good name. That's a, mi- a last name? Yeah. Is that a security question? Oh. Maiden, isn't that the middle? I'm, on, yeah, sorry. on any of your bank Wait, I just realized you have two first names too. I do. Which means you're destined Seriously. for success. Oh. We don't have time for this. I thought Michael <laughs> Jordan, Kawhi Leonard, well, LeBron James. The thing he does. <laughs> <laughs> gets excited charlie chaplin um <laughs> i saw this movie first time <laughs> want to say i was in like grade uh, um, grade 10 oh and i was on netflix and i was like man i'm so bored i am so bored and all my friends came home from a party and we were all just getting ready for sleepover mode 
And we saw Good Burger, and I was like, oh, what is this? I don't know what this is. Then I saw Dan Schneider worked on it. And this is before I realized who this creepy man was. I was like, oh, he made all the like shows like I really enjoyed. So I watched it, and I was like, whoa. Wow. This is, this is like, people made this movie, and people were <laughs> in this movie and get to act this movie. It is crazy. Everything about it, I was just like, no way. Put it on again. And I, every week. And you played it all night. Honestly, every week for like a whole summer, my friends and I would come home from a party and watch this movie. So I like know every single scene. Bad. It's bad, but. Yeah, the strongest things fun. you said for it were that people made it <laughs> and that people worked on it. Yeah. Which I think is on the poster. <laughs> people made this. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go that hard on it. It sounds like you're dunking all over it. It's it, not a bad time. I um, get to it. rewatched it again uh, today for this, and I do have different emotions about it. That's all I'll say for now. Yeah, I, I watched it. I, I actually don't know if I ever watched the whole thing when I was a kid. I remembered like parts of it, but I couldn't remember the whole thing. Uh, so I think this was my first time uh, purely watching it. Um, oh, I might have a theory, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you have a theory? Based on what I just said? Yeah. Can you just say it? I guess I didn't say whether... Yeah, no, you go first. Well, no, no, tell me. Now I want to know so bad. I can't wait another moment. I'm ashamed Honestly, to... if I wait one more moment to hear what you're going to say, I will combust. I'm a... Can you please tell me? I'm ashamed to admit this. I, I've i seen the nostalgia critic of this movie. Oh. And I wonder if you also that might have, have been, seen that. That might have been what so, I saw. So, like, I knew parts of it. Yeah, because I did watch the nostalgia critic, unfortunately. Which is the worst thing. What did thing. he say? He would say... I remember it so you don't have to. Yeah, he hated everything that he had And he about. and he yeah, like every movie he reviewed, even later if he'd admit that he liked it, like the bit was that he hated everything. Oh okay. Yeah. It was a bad so show. Bad. It was formative for me. Yeah, it was like a a way that I was introduced to a lot of or even just to like movie criticism. Yeah. That um, was bad. But it was bad criticism <laughs> and it was just dunking all over everything. That was the joke always. That was very frustrating. I wouldn't like yeah. it now. But yeah, that was, this is my first time I think watching it. Purely. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, same. That's okay. Yesterday I watched it. Um, <laughs> so I tried to watch it on my 17th birthday party. Try. <laughs> so I <laughs> I got too stoned too early in the night and then spent the whole night in my friend Megan's bed. Shout out to Megan. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Megan's bed. Megan. Yeah. And then... I just tried to watch Netflix and I knew what it was. I'd like heard of it. And I also, I used to watch all that, which is what Keenan and Keller are from. Like, I don't like so long ago. I watched yeah. it when I was really little. So I like recognized that. And like, um, also obviously Keenan Thompson from SNL. So I was like, Oh, haha, I'll watch this movie. Two first names. And then, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. People called Thompson, though. I know someone named Thompson. Okay, <laughs> shout out to Thompson. Um, so I tried to watch it, but as we all know, it starts with this crazy dream oh sequence. Oh, God, we got to talk about and that. And I, at the time, was like, is this what this movie is? It's too scary. I can't watch it. So I turned it off, and I put on Dora. Oh, Dora's so good. Yeah, oh Dora, God. also Nickelodeon, shout out. Um you know, yeah, like, and so then I watched time. it for real for the first time this morning, um, and my cat was frustrated with me because he was like, 
pay attention to me. That's not relevant. Sorry. Um, the cat wanted to eat the burgers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just watched it this morning and uh, I had fun. I keep you had it? fun? I had fun. Nice. I keep making jokes and looking over to Seb and you're so unimpressed. Every time. <laughs> you just you're like, mad. I'm trying to listen to Hannah. You just gotta go under his chin. <laughs> I feel like we've run long already, and we've got into <laughs> the in- we've, we've got the intro, and just people saying when they've seen it, not even we if they like it. We contextualize Nickelodeon. That's what the people want to know. I don't think we contextualize Nickelodeon. We just like, said our favorite Nickelodeon shows. If you don't down. know about it, we're not machines. editing it down. Nothing gets cut. Nothing gets cut. He's in charge of it. He's not going to cut any of his jokes. We're going to edit. <laughs> um. Oh anyways, should we just go and say now if we think? Our whack opinions of it. Yeah, I think it's whack. Um, I think parts of it are are whack, and parts of it are whack in a really good way. Parts of it are whack in um a, a bad way. And I would say that I definitely lean more towards the whack scale, more towards the whack side of the scale, at this mm. moment in time. Yeah, but I'm always open to having a conversation about it and changing my mind. <laughs> That's the, the premise of the show. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would welcome. Well, this might be the first episode that people hear, so they want to know the premise. <laughs> but we're all learning the premise too. <laughs> I think it's whack, uh, but I didn't hate it. I think as much as I'm making it sound, I enjoyed a lot of it. I think it's maximum whackness. Can I actually say one more thing about what? Are, I okay. I I would love nothing more than to love this movie with all of my heart. Mm. I like. I am. It's one of my favorite things to like uncover the the hidden layer of depth that people usually disregard in in kids movies or that people that isn't there at all uh, in kids movies and in studio comedies. Uh, and I wanted to like this so much, but uh, I'm afraid. It doesn't let you. Yeah, no, I'm afraid. No, I it doesn't. <laughs> it feels so disjointed and very like. It feels like three different plot lines that they're just like, fuck, oh my gosh, we need a, we need more runtime for this. It's not just an all that skit. They're like, fuck, uh, they go to a mental institute. Um, the, one of them gets trapped. The, it really felt like they were scrambling for yeah. stuff. But I guess it has one of my favorite like late 90s um, plot like prob- like things, which is where there is like a cooler, better version of right. something that poses that was established a threat, on the show. and everybody looks like they are from like space, kind <laughs> of. Like they, like it reminded me of Josie and the Pussycats, mm-hmm. which is a movie I want to do on the show. Um, could I? Could we head over just very briefly oh, to Seb Summary? Oh yeah, we should talk about Seb Summary. Oh, that's why he wanted us to hurry up. He's like, <laughs> it's, my it's my time, time. to shine. And then I want to say something about what uh, I don't sound like that. Um, <laughs> he does. <laughs> So Good Burger originated as a sketch on All That, which was a sketch show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I haven't seen the original sketches. I think I can kind of guess what they were based on <laughs> the movie. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a fast food employee works at Good Burger whose name is Ed, played by Kel Mitchell. And he's insufferable <laughs> and he doesn't understand things, very basic sort of things like people will say can i have a burger and he goes you can't just have it you have to pay for it like <laughs> and it's just endless 
Was Keenan in it's the those sketches? Jokes for ninety minutes. Yeah. yeah, it is those jokes Both of them. for ninety. Minutes. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So Ed, uh, in a rollerblading accident, causes his friend uh, Keenan, whose name is Dexter, Dexter, Dexter yeah. to uh, crash his car into his teacher's car. Um, so now Dexter has to get a summer job in order to pay back his teacher. Ugh. And Dexter, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. And Dexter and groaning at everything. <laughs> Dexter and Ed have this intense loyalty to Good Burger for very little reason, and they have to keep it open against the rival Mondo Burger. Good Burger fired Dexter. Yeah, no, I don't understand why they work so hard to save Good Burger. Cause but that's later. Because that's what the movie is Mom supposed to be about. Yeah, but okay, yeah. but here's my thing. Here's my thing about it. Here is my thing. Ooh. The movie frames itself like it's the celebration of these mom and pop shops right it's supposed to be like oh let's let's be a fan of these mom and pop shops in the face of like the establishment the, the little guy in the face of the establishment but that's not the establishment mondo is not the establishment it's this guy who's <laughs> just this like weirdo like hack who doesn't know how to make restaurants but has these big ambitions and then he's like he screws up every moment of the way his burgers are never good he doesn't own a chain he Sounds just, like you sympathize with the oh, guy from No, Mondo I don't Burger. sympathize I with him. Mondo Burger sucks, <laughs> but like Mondo he's not Burger the establishment. Sim. He's a mom and pop shop too. But was he the manager? Like he's rich, but other than that, like he's not. Oh uh, yeah, he had limos at his. Premiere, I know, I know, and he was annoying. And the place is louder, and it's bigger, and it's and it's whatever, and it's ste- it tries to steal from Good Burger. I don't like Mondo Burger more than Good Burger, <laughs> okay. but the movie falls apart in my mind that like. He's not the establishment. If it was McDonald's or an analogy for McDonald's, it would make so much more sense. But, but he's nothing. It feels like the the Good Burger. Also, I don't think that's a mom and pop shop. I think Good Burger is just a less seems like a chain corporation. <laughs> yeah, it's a chain. They never it's established. Not, like it. it does give that energy of like support your mom pop burger shops, but also they're a chain. Like they must <laughs> be a chain. They also pay their employees. Too little. <laughs> $5. I know yeah. it's the 90s, but and $5. And there's no upward mobility at this company. The one no. guy's been working there for like 40 years. It's a terrible place to work. Why he, gives, he gives that a cut Otis of the sauce. Can, Otis sure, can't even afford an apartment. He has to sleep in Good Burger. Yes, that's real. That's oh, real. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Also, okay. My thing is, I think it's less about like... It's more like, I feel like there were these movies that came out at that time that were like weird, like anti, like over consumerism because everyone is afraid like, oh, kids spend too much time at the mall and they have shiny sunglasses. (laughs) And so it's more about like old, like let's, let's be like, keep up with being more relaxed and not like, cause nine, late nineties fashion and everything was really over the top. Josie and the Pussycats kind of like that. It's more anti-consumerist, I guess, but it felt more like that. It was more just like, right. and also felt like a weird old person versus look at this, like spiky haired like yeah what that guy must have been like 25 how can he afford mondo burger so good burger is supposed to be the like cool like understated like we're not flashy or whatever because that's even that's bad in my opinion too no, like, well i know but it just seems like a noise. like a kind of a late 90s thing because right. some of the stuff and like i feel like some of the fashion and like things there were super like over like the top like and all old people were like oh no you're getting brainwashed by britney spears or something i'm basing this all off of josie and the pussycat dolls Mm. can i just say that the reason why they want to save the reason they want to save good burger is because dex just needs money 
That's why they're trying to save it because Dex got. He does seem to fall in love with it. Though. Yeah, but they yeah. like, and the movie wants us to like Good Burger, and everyone else likes Good Burger. And it like, equates the staff. Why does Monique like? With the yeah, what is yeah. Monique? I don't know if Monique likes Good Burger. I think it's just like this is my job, and I don't want to go work at Mondo Burger. Monique, Monique is also the only other one that says the the catchphrase of "Welcome to Bur- Good Burger." Yeah. Guys. yeah, because everyone else has different jobs. They all have one job they can do. <laughs> okay, so then, okay, for me, then the movie is almost being like, stick to what you do, stick to your spot. What's traditional? Yeah, stick to tradition. You're still and too sympathetic never, to Mondo Burger. No, okay, I'm like, can, okay, okay, I'm not sympathetic to Mondo Burger, but it's also saying don't be, don't be ambitious. Don't just, be loud. They criticized the Keenan at the very start of the movie for like having a car, for having a shiny car. But I also think that no, but they also. I, don't, I think it's more just like um, don't don't steal your mom's car while no, she's yeah. away because that's no, what he's doing. It's like root for the <laughs> underdog, also. Yeah, I think so, and like that. The Mondo Burger dude is probably like inherited his wealth and is mm. doing this as a lark. And mm. the only thing he wants to do is crush Good Burger, which is not established well enough yeah. to be a mom and pop shop if that's what it's supposed to be because it feels like a chain. Yeah, but he's but trying to crush them on purpose for no reason. <coughs> well, he wants to build the biggest like, empire in the world. It seems You're so though, sympathetic. I'm not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> nothing I'm saying is wait, sympathetic wait, wait. to him. I'm Here, just saying it's not like I, the metaphor doesn't work. I have evidence <laughs> that Good Burger, not a chain. I'm listening. Because... When Shaquille O'Neal orders the <laughs> to his locker room at the stadium, Thanks, they boy. have to travel. The, like if Good Burger Second was a chain, a there'd probably too. be a much closer Good Burger to get to them. But no, they called the one Good Burger. Plus, if they were a chain, then they would have probably like monetized on Ed Sauce. But instead, it's just Ed Sauce at this one place. Yeah. It's, I just wanted to It's a mom myself. and pop. I the evidence is there. I believe that it is a mom and pop. I see that. But I just, to defend myself, I am not <laughs> siding with Mondo Burger. <laughs> I just think the movie falls apart because it's also not a corporation. So they're like... But maybe it was the start. Um, maybe it's like gentrification. I totally think the conflict in the movie is not well established enough. But if the idea was there's a mom and pop burger shop and then this rich guy comes in with a flashier burger place for the sole intention of destroying the mom and pop shop for his ego, mm-hmm. then he's the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely the bad guy. I think that this, like, this is... <laughs> but the, the movie's not about anything. I know, but it's, a, it's the kind of conflict that you get in, in like, these, like, kids' movies is also... Like, I, obviously, a lot of them do carry, like, bigger messages, but sometimes the conflict is literally, like, we are the team and we have less money, and so the ones with the more money bad, we beat them... But that's fine. It just doesn't establish that yeah. very well. Like, it's okay if stories are simple, but they can still, like, make sense emotionally. I mean, he's plankton, and it's just the chum bucket. <laughs> it is. Okay. I, no, I, but I the chum bucket is falling note. apart. I wrote down this note that this feels like like a, a little prototype SpongeBob. Yeah. They're all so oh, stupid. Oh, the secret, the secret sauce. Yeah, and the stupid. secret sauce. And I think they dialed back the stupidness for SpongeBob. Mm. From Ed because Ed is honestly like yeah because Patrick yeah, is just Ed too. SpongeBob yeah. I think was already existent. No, it was when did SpongeBob come out? Nineteen ninety. Because this is ninety seven. I swear SpongeBob was like ninety eight, ninety nine, or oh, wait. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. I think there is a brief section of this movie where it really works story wise. 
when? It's this p- the part where... <laughs> okay, I didn't like the movie on the whole because it's, like, really abrasive and it's, like, it has all these, like, ghastly, like, fisheye and wide-angle shots of yeah. everyone all the time. Oh, those were cool. Okay, but there is this one section oh, where... Um, uh, Good Burger is failing and losing business to Mondo Burger. So um, Dexter discovers that Ed has the secret sauce that he puts mm. all his food in. And um, they use the sauce to draw everyone back. Um, but then there's an actual story of the characters making real choices mm-hmm. when Dexter writes up a contract to trick Ed into giving him all the money uh, he's making from his sauces because he's been promised a commission for the sauces. And then uh, later he finds out that uh, Monique, the girl he likes at Good Burger, only likes him because Ed trusts him. And there's like this internal conflict of like, oh, I need to pay off my car bills, but maybe I'm betraying like my true friends. Um, that doesn't, it doesn't pay off very well, but there's like this one like 20 minute section where it's like a real movie. And then everything else is kind of just like nonsense. I see that. But even in that section where you're realizing this and where she, Monique is telling this to Dex, like it is surrounded by this double date with Roxanne. Oh, so bad. Which the movie gets weirdly horny for a little bit. Oh, I have so much to say about Roxanne. How old is Ed? I can. Wait, before we see that, can I say one thing on the sauce? No, because he doesn't go to school. Because we're talking about the sauce, and I had one thing I wanted to say real quick. Yeah, talk about the sauce. I actually thought the sauce thing was really cool because it also like is a homemade thing that feels like yes. a mom and poppy thing. Mm-hmm. It's like he came up with that just from his brain, just from assumably experimenting with like different ingredients. And it's this thing that is unique only to Good Burger. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else in the world could have this. And then Mondo's only strategy as retaliation is like to make their yeah burgers bigger. Funky just did a, a, uh, a, 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 a indication of going from small to big. Burger expand. <laughs> <laughs> like make them harder to ignore. And then their only other counter is like, well, I'll steal ideas from right. uh, the mom and pop shop. So I thought that worked very well as a, as a metaphor. Mm-hmm. That was good. They also poison their sauce. That is their yeah, other strategy. Yeah, that is their other strategy. <laughs> they put shark poison in the and Good Burger sauce. And literally like a... Skull and crossbone on the vial <laughs> of points. Okay, um, but listen, shark poison actually tastes delicious. Uh, so I'm not defending really? uh, Mondo, but shark poison really good. And so they were actually probably helping them. So the bit is that you're defending Mondo. <laughs> Adam, you sound like a capitalist. I'm just being what Seb wants me to be. <laughs> I gotta say, in that date scene, Monique wears an outfit that I'm super obsessed with. Really cool. That green hat. That just oh, the entire look, yeah. the matching hat, bag, and shirt. The skirt was amazing, and then like the kind of like tall socks with the sneakers, everything about it. And then when she puts on Dexter's like yellow jacket, she just uh, looks cooler. And I was like really hoping I would get to see Monique in another day wear look, and it didn't happen. She was just in her Good Burger uniform. This isn't relevant to the quality of the film because I think that the no, but the costume design person like fucked up everywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) The the nice the good burger uniforms are nice, but I have a lot of of personality. Whoever did Sinbad's costume was lazy. (laughs) They didn't even tailor that shit. He looked (laughs) so weird. Like just the way the clothes fit on him looked so he's also terrible which doesn't matter but the, yeah, the movie yeah, is yeah. so cruel to him all yeah, the time yeah there's like black power like, <laughs> yeah no he's like yeah and they're like you're weird old man yeah 
but Sinbad. also it was like they're like trying to i guess make him look old school so it's like yeah but instead they just made all they did was buy some like cheap 70s costume and then just write like slogans on it in like paint or something he looks like He's wearing a Halloween costume. They he, call him Shaft. Yeah, I was just going to say, are they trying to make him... Is he supposed to look, look like Shaft? Anything he like Shaft. look anything De- like him. Dex says, get out of my way, Shaft. And As the theme song around. of Shaft is playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh but oh my god, especially that first outfit. I was like, it's not like it's look good on him, but it looks so weird. Like, he had these sequin... Col- it was just such... I don't know. I just think the costume like department failed. That he was wearing. <laughs> Could I say something about the aesthetics of Good Burger itself? Which and tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But here's what I thought happened. I thought that the sketches originally on the show are meant to be about like a boring job, a mm. terrible job, and this guy is like kind of having fun while he, these two guys are having fun while they do it. So it's like they designed what looks like a chain restaurant, and they put them in these like gray uniforms that don't look nice. Right. right. And then in the movie, it's like they almost look like prison uniforms. Yeah. Like that's mm. the. And the then the movie, it's like, I guess they wanted to make everyone, like, heroes for some reason. And it could have and been about them, like, messing with Goodberg. Well, and they probably thought it'd be a drag to spend, like, 90 minutes in this restaurant that's that you would hate to work at. But what if they're, like, playing pranks in there and they're clashing with the manager or something? I don't know. Okay, back to the costumes, though. When they go on their date and Ed just wears that tie and it's supposed to be, I guess, a romantic tie. With his Good Burger outfit. <laughs> but it's, so fun. it's one heart and then three different shapes or different styles of like kissy lips. So again, aesthetically, <laughs> it was just really weird. I appreciated it, but it was really weird. I think it causes a clash with what the movie's trying to do and kind of what it looks like just to maintain <laughs> consistency with the show. Mm-hmm. But like it does. It's like we're supposed to like Good Burger, but it looks terrible in there yeah yeah looks like shit and it doesn't look like a fun place to work at at all and you you really wonder what is going on in otis's life where he's still there like set up and otis like lives there yeah could you explain who otis is otis is um old an old man (laughs) he's he's supposed to be 95 no he's like 70 something he's 78 in real life when he when they were filming that he's in the godfather he literally jumps out of (laughs) what's his name abe Abe vergoda and i actually think he's so funny i think every line every line he says is hilarious i should have died a long time yeah Yeah. (laughs) he has a couple lines like that (laughs) and like that is honestly like a fun energy to bring to this movie which is so uh so absurd weird and absurd yeah. for him to just yeah. be continuously calling out like i don't want to be here yeah uh, and also i don't like, know if, i broke my ass i was just i was yeah. just about to, i don't know if that was his introduction but like one of the i think it was one of the earliest the introduction times i remember is, seeing him he has like a hydrogen mask that's <laughs> oh, connected yeah. to the fryer <laughs> that's the first time we see him and then keenan just says or ed just says he's 75 and he still works in a fast food restaurant no joke just yeah. like a mean <laughs> thing that he's says. really mean it's so sad. Can I, also, my favorite like, like line what in the, the movie. Point of that? Why did you say that? What if you're watching the movie and you're 75 and you work? It's like just meet you for no reason. Oh my god. And that's I guess the joke of his character, but his every line is he does is so funny that it doesn't really matter. It's like. <laughs> Kel just runs into him and then he's like, "Oh, I broke my ass." <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite line in the movie 
it's not an Otis line, but it's when um, Keenan Thompson or Dexter is working, trying to work at Mondo Burger, and he's getting kicked out. And then someone's like, you want a piece of me? And then he's like, only if it's extra crispy. <laughs> I don't know why I really liked it. A lot of Keenan's deliveries are really funny, too. A Keenan, I actually think, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I also think, like, everyone else in the movie... I, I kind of mentioned this when I was talking about Otis, but everyone else in the movie is so theatrical and over-the-top that Keenan kind of brings this inter- interesting, like, groundedness. Yeah. Like, he's the only one who feels like he's a, a real person navigating this space it's like Monique, a really valuable Monique as man. well she's like um definitely more grounded mm-hmm. but she doesn't really get jokes he's like yeah. an actual straight man yeah and he's like actually commenting on things that are happening and yeah also on top of that ed it feels like a movie is going on around him yeah mm-hmm. and he's constantly trying to stop the progress of the movie because yeah. everything Everything anybody says, he takes it so literally. They open the door. A door? How do you open the door? Like, I I, I just, I thought it was charming the first couple times I saw the movie. But watching it today, I was just like, I know what happens in this movie. And it really felt that he was just stopping the progress like stopping i also yeah, think he's like point. bad like i think it's yeah. a bad performance yeah, i also think he's not funny no yeah. and i and i feel like that's the kind of thing like i could see that working really well on a three minute sketch but when mm-hmm. you blow that out for 90 minutes it's like so exhausting and the, the first half of the movie especially i felt like there was kind of this thing where it's like you can almost hear the where the laugh track's supposed to go mm. like the jokes and without the laugh track, you realize that in a lot of the Dan Schneider shows, there's not jokes. Like, they just kind of say things in a kind of a funny way, and there's a laugh track, and it's, like, pleasant. Right. But when they're happening at this speed, and you have to decide if it's funny, then it's almost always not funny. It's a losing battle uh, for him. Zoe 101 did not have a laugh track. <laughs> Shut oh. out. They're also, like, because of how uh, stupid he is, <laughs> how literal he is, I guess, about every single thing, it also makes, like, the the few emotional beats really weird like there's a part where they're on the roof oh my and keenan actually does talk about like oh i don't know what my dad looks like i, I haven't seen him and uh and kel actually says a pretty funny joke where he's like i don't know what my dad looks like but at least i get to see him every day <laughs> <laughs> which is a pretty funny joke but I, but it's like there's no moment where he gets to be genuine and when he does, it's, like, really weird. Yeah. Like, he gets Keenan a really heartfelt gift. Oh, yeah. And I actually thought it was kind of moving, but yeah, it's yeah. also, like, yeah. how did he know, like, how did he know how to buy anything? Like, <laughs> uh, Can we return back to the Roxanne stuff? Roxanne. Can you walk us through what's happening? I, I would love to. I mean, I wish I didn't have to. <laughs> um, Actually, well, you should summarize it. Okay. Yay. <laughs> So at we this got three point, sub summary corners already. Oh, uh, so fun! I love uh. it. There can only be, <laughs> can only be one more corner though, or else oh, people yeah. will question. Won't be a corner. What anymore. kind of room we're in? What it could be like <laughs> a pentagonal room. Mm, no, the Pentagon. Pentagonal room. The but Pentagon. Okay, Look, that's pretty. That's pretty smart. That's one, pretty two, funny. One. Two, I think three, four. four, five, six. No, yeah, six. six. You count those ones down there. Those are. I'll count them. No, okay. that's All right. one, two, three. <laughs> okay. A lot of corners in this room. <laughs> I thought there were like three corners behind me. <laughs> yeah, you're this wild. This is like, funny if you're listening on a thing. But if you count the many corners that I assume are behind me, then there's what, like ten corners in here? 
<laughs> Why did you? Who's Roxanne? <laughs> who's Roxanne? So at this point in the movie, we're so like this, is either, this is either our best or worst episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Confirmation. Yes. Uh, so we're halfway through the movie. Good Burger has uh, hit back at Mondo Burger with the secret sauce, mm-hmm. and they're uh, selling love, great. Which we're on the record for saying we love that part of the movie. Yeah, really good part. Yes. So it's followed by the worst part, which is that Mondo Burger... <laughs> Uh, say bring out Roxanne like this oh, is a thing god. they do all the time yeah. oh god and Car- <laughs> uh, model Carmen Electra comes out and she uh, is sent to like seduce Ed and oh, take him on a date and get the sauce recipe and then so they go on a double date with Dexter and Monique Monique and uh, it, it's horrendous yeah uh, sorry no but I'm just like the movie never tells you how old Ed is yeah, the many weird which is elements. one of the very very <laughs> uncomfortable. We parts know of he sequence. lives with his parents because he sees his dad every day. Mm-hmm. Right, but we know Keenan's in high school. Keenan is sixteen. They seem to be around the same. But age. Yeah. we also know that while Keenan had his last day of school, Ed was working at Good Burger all day. True. So it begs the question: What? How old is he? At most, he's a couple years older. But do you? But, okay. But he like so. Immediately, they're playing the song Roxanne by the Police, which, which is about a prostitute. They paid money for that. <laughs> <laughs> they got it. They are like immediately analogizing her to right. a prostitute. Uh, the person from Mondo Burger has hired her to like make sexual advances on this child. And then, well, presumably child, maybe not child. Either I mean, way, still bad. And then, and then the joke continues to be that they accidentally beat her up. Her, her. They accidentally beat her up. Her they first make so a long. bruise that is horrific on her face. It's awful. She's knocked out. She's passed out. And then she tries to spang him. And then she tries to spang him. Through a mini golf accident, we should establish. Yes, but it's still. It's obviously terrible. Still but it's terrible. Like, and, it's the imagery, and the imagery yes, is terrible. Yes. And definitely, like... Uh, since they've already analogized her to a prostitute, it makes it very, very uncomfortable. And then they repeat that joke again by like her making another advance and tripping, and then being like bandaged in a cat. She like, doesn't a- trip. Ed flips her. That's yeah. That's Ed, yeah. That's she tries to kiss him. She tries to kiss him. He's like. Bleh, bleh. And then, <laughs> so there's no like joke reason for it. Like we don't understand why Ed did that. I guess he didn't want to be kissed, which is no. fair. But like. So and he didn't know. I thought it was like an instinct. Like sometimes people are like, oh, self-defense yeah, instinct. Yeah, I guess. It so doesn't really work as it So the, they're making it very clear that she is like uh, an analogy for a prostitute. And then they're using the iconography that is very dangerous and that is like horrible for humor. Like it's mm-hmm. it's terrible. It's a terrible, terrible sequence. And it's, it's weird to see. Movie. It's, movie, it's yeah. a kid's movie. It's weird that she exists at all <laughs> yeah. in this like... That goes back to what I was saying earlier about how it just feels like so many different ideas. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Roxanne's part really just does not feel like a part of the movie. Because yeah. I mean, even like that's the one scene you were saying, Hannah, where like Monique is wearing something else. Like it doesn't even, like <laughs> it's it's supposed to be around this this burger place, but then they go on this date. It's weird. It's awkward. I'm like, I don't know how much I care about Dexter and Monique. I don't know how much I care about anything that the objectives are, but like still, it's just like splitting it from the main plot. Yeah. It feels like a filler episode inside yeah. of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really bizarre. And I actually think, you know, the temptress thing is kind of gross in its own way. 
But the first interaction they have where she's really making advances on Ed and he's too naive and he's kind of just being sweet about it where it's like, oh, she, he's just like kind of being nice. I actually think it's kind of funny mm. where it's like he doesn't understand that she's making advances on him. Like she'll say like, oh, why don't we be alone? He's like, why? I want to play mini golf. Like, yeah, I think that's kind of funny. But then like, yeah, I think it would be funnier idea. if he understood other things. Mm. as well in the movie <laughs> like it wasn't just that he, if, if he well, if that was like one of the few things he didn't understand i'd be like ah and right, whatever. right but he really doesn't understand he doesn't understand anything. most of the things going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think there's a weird thing about tone in this movie where the tone established at the beginning is there's this crazy dream sequence that hannah mentioned with animated burgers and then it's like okay that was a dream sequence they're not even animated they're puppets they're, yeah they're oh like, they're pu- yeah flapping. which is cool <laughs> But it's like, that's fantasy. <laughs> and then we see what reality is supposed to be. But right away, reality is so strange. Mm-hmm. Like, Ed is, like, taking a shower in his Good Burger uniform. <laughs> and then, like, rollerblading and accidentally, like, pulling a kid down the Stealing street. Stealing the baby. Stealing a baby. And, oh, yeah. and throwing the baby <laughs> into a basket <laughs> into a hoop. <laughs> like, he takes the baby and he doesn't like care. I like those first five minutes, though. I'm a dude. Oh, I hated all of that. He's a dude. dude. But the movie doesn't fully commit to that tone. Yeah. It kind of waffles between a more realistic thing and then that. Did you guys catch the ska version of the song that they play, though, during yeah. one of the parts of the movie? That's the, that's the original version. Oh, that's a real yeah. song? Yeah, and then because I looked it up. Oh. And then the, like, featured song was, like, I don't know, but, like, the song to, like, everyone's a dude or something featuring, like, Cal. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. I mean, I, I I thought it was just made for the movie, but that does make sense as an origin. I do, like, I, I completely agree that the movie ab- totally abandons the tone, but I was totally on board in those first five minutes. It's such a whack opening in the best way. Because it, as we've been talking about, there's that weird talking burger scene. Mm-hmm. And then he has, like, this... This is, like, I think the first and last time where I was on board with Kel's uh, stupidity, where he... Uh, I mean, I guess it sets the tone for the movie. Um where he the alarm clock is going and he just looks at the clock it's, and he's like cool a clock yeah. <laughs> i actually loved that yeah that was that was a really funny joke i thought it was gonna be like peewee's big adventure i know and there's like times where the tone is fun like that and i'm not against that tone if it's like funny but it's oh, just that tone like, was the whole time i would have been into it i think, I think honestly it's not funny that a lot of that stuff if though. his performance had been better or if funny. someone yeah. else had done it it could have been better but it was i think they were just like do your best impression of like a surfery guy i guess yeah. and then he was like uh okay dude just so non-committed it just really feels like it's like a kid in class going look at how silly i'm being yeah has there been a performance that's like that consistently uh like unaware of the entire world that's been good for a whole movie like how can you even know. pull that off it's not like hard. it could have been yeah. like a mcconaughey type of like like maybe i guess it is more of a side character thing but mm-hmm. like even some okay i personally like love zoolander and i think that they oh yeah they do like mm-hmm. the kind yeah, of that's, like that's dummy shtick the whole time and maybe it's a bit different uh, and it's obviously like I don't know, but I, uh, I think yeah. Pee Wee is close. Comparison. Have you seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Or Elf is kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can have, like, the whimsy of kind of, like, being an oblivious person without just, like. It was, like, even when they're 
relationship was supposed to realistically develop and like you're supposed to see like a friendship happening i couldn't believe it because i honestly no. couldn't believe that like keenan's character would actually be legitimate friends be able to even talk outside of work hours like yeah because they never actually really connect Mm -hmm. and it's more just like oh we're friends now because that's how the movie goes the only time is like um yeah in passing like keenan calls him buddy and then Kel is like really heartwarmed by that. Yeah, I thought that was cute. But yeah, yeah, I thought that was good. But I can't imagine that that's the only time. Like everyone seems to really like Kel. Everyone there seems to really like him. I can't imagine that was the only time that anyone's ever like expressed uh, Mm. the slight affection of friendship. But they all say they like Kel. Most of the time, they seem frustrated by him whenever he does anything. That's true. I don't know. Well, the things he's doing. Yeah, no, (laughs) no, fairly, totally. But everyone keeps talking about how they like Ed. He did fix that cock candy machine. Well, you can see him there just yelling at him. He's supposed to be like the well-intentioned, like idiot, I guess. But like, (laughs) I don't even know if his well-intentions come across enough because he's so stupid. Throws a baby into a basketball hoop in the opening (laughs) minutes. Well, like, and even like him being taken advantage of by Keenan with the whole contract thing. It feels less like, oh, because he's just such a kind and generous guy that he's letting him have 80%. And it's more just like, yeah. he can't read. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, literally, he can't read. Also, there was never a moment where Kel finds out, really, that what Keenan was doing. No, and Keenan no. keeps the money at yeah. the end. <laughs> I could not believe that. Yeah, it doesn't even matter because Sinbad's car got crushed by a Mondo burger. <laughs> like four Again. times. But at the end, like, they so set up of the arc, he's going to tell the truth and give back the money. And he doesn't do either. He keeps the money and uses it to pay off his debt and says the future money will go to Ed. Yeah, yeah also, gotta say that he uses this like 20% that he gets to buy Keenan the, the yo- yo-yo. Yeah. What well, yo-yo costs us $13. <laughs> I was fine when uh, Dexter ripped off uh, Ed. I was honestly fine. What's I was Ed like, gonna do with the money? Ed, Ed, yeah. what is he going to do? Burn it. I can, I can see a scene where Ed's like, oh, I'm burning money. I'm cold. Like, what the Wait, I just thought of, I just remembered what was the wackest thing in the entire movie to me. Okay. The fact that in the scene when they're eating lunch together, Ed has a plate of grapes and they're not like his grapes he brought from home because they're in a good burger. (laughs) And then he does this joke, which I actually thought was funny because it was so weird. And he just sticks two grapes in his nose and goes, oh, I'm grape nose boy. Never seen that joke before. Yeah, and then it's, a it's supposed good joke. to be so funny that Keenan's yeah, like, that, oh, I can't say yeah, that. Yeah, you. That's how Keenan comes to his side. <laughs> and it's like he's not because even, he the they go on it way too long. And Keenan's like, oh, uh, uh, uh. but I just couldn't get over. Like, did he buy grapes bring them in and put them in there or do they just serve, serve grapes at Good Burger I, I think he put them in the sauce too I yeah, think yeah, yeah that's put a lot of weird work. shit in that we're gonna, we gotta get to the sauce wait can I say one thing on Ed last thing on Ed as a character Yeah. I think those other characters of Pee Wee and Buddy work because they have like a perspective it's like this guy grew up in the North Pole and so he thinks everyone right. is nice right 
we have no idea where Ed came from or what he Good thinks about her. or what he thinks about the world. He's just dumb. Like there's yeah. like it's not like oh his naive worldview against this like more worldly thing. It's yeah. just like smart people versus him being dumb. I think if like they'd given him a backstory about him and yeah, Goodburger about- and why Goodburger meant something to him and like yes. why he worked there yeah. and like like just given us any peek into his life there's psychology yeah, there's yeah. Like story. And why he enjoys we could understand working. what was motivating him beyond just like this is the thing that's in front of me and whatever and yeah that that would have made the movie even a little better yeah made it like a movie rather than a sketch yeah would have given yeah. it some heart and i have two things that i actually really liked that i would like to point out they're just small things um, the first is uh, near the end. There's a stunt where a guy well, after the asylum, which I would also love to talk about. There's a stunt where they throw Keenan out of the window, mm-hmm. and it's so funny. It and when Abe great. Dakota jumps out the window, yeah, I know. <laughs> Otis, that's Otis. For and everyone. Otis, without question, runs out the window immediately, and then it's like a stuntman who's so much younger. <laughs> and then when Ed runs out, instead of jumping through the already broken glass, yeah. he, he breaks gets a running yeah. start and yeah, breaks a new window. I actually thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's a good one. I loved that. Whole I, I thought that was so funny and uh the other thing i liked is tiny thing but um when the mon the guy who runs mondo is in the car pitching kurt, kurt is that yeah. his name he's pitching the idea of otis working for him ed. sorry ed that'd be awesome though <laughs> otis should go work at mondo <laughs> he would fit in terribly um but he, he's pitching ed to work at mondo and uh he says a joke where he says five bucks an hour is cool but how does 10 bucks an hour sound? <laughs> which is the line that Social Network jacked. jacked they jacked that line. Really? Social like Network. A, a there's million a million is cool. Yeah, a million is cool, but wow, would you like a billion? But then also, <laughs> they, the they jacked the line. I, I kind of loved that joke when he says that and then he's just crinkling a $10 bill. <laughs> <in. laughs> he's like, it sounds like. <laughs> it's one of the few jokes that uses like film as a language. Like it pans yeah. over and he's already like crinkling the yeah. dollar bill next yeah. to his head. I actually, yeah, I liked that joke. But back on Ed, what you're saying makes so much sense about the origin story. Something that makes him more of a person. Just to explain why he likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Like how he thinks about anything. I just feel like Squidward watching him. I'm like, stop. Yeah, yeah. Stop enjoying whatever you're doing. You don't (laughs) understand what's going on. But that's a good point. But though, like, uh, in SpongeBob, even though SpongeBob and Patrick are so childish and naive and stupid or whatever, because we have Squidward as a foil who is always saying like stop enjoying things, mm-hmm. it makes me have such a better time with Patrick and SpongeBob because then I'm like acting in defiance of the the grouch Squidward who's mm-hmm. always trying to bring them down. Mm-hmm. In this one, there isn't anyone like but that, I, so I become the grouch. I don't think Ed is even that positive. People say he's positive, but he's just <laughs> yeah. dumb. Like he that just is true. He's, he'll <laughs> be he'll be really mean to people. But he just doesn't really understand what's going on. SpongeBob is like defiantly positive, true, and like against Squidward or Mr. Krabs or Plankton. Like that's actual. They were perspective. making a formula here. Uh, I do yeah. love. That's a great theory. when they go to see Shaq, and Shaq is like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, it's pretty good." The burger, and there's just them jumping. With like, <laughs> I, just, I actually that was funny. I too. just thought it was cute, and I was just was like, "Oh, I like that." Yeah. Top scenes. Top I hope scenes. we can. Scene. I hope we can eventually do every Shaq movie on this podcast. <laughs> we're already at two. We two. We're so. already at two. Oh my gosh. We're already at two. This is great. Um, but we were gonna get to. Oh, the asylum. Asylum. Oh, 
<laughs> I mean, they're punching down the whole time. Yeah, they're making so fun of these people you at the asylum. You explain. <laughs> <laughs> you want, and you would do it better than me, unless someone else wants to. Uh, thanks. Start a new corner. Um, I'll do my asylum corner. Ooh. <laughs> uh, unless Sub really wants to no, do it. That's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're so sad. Okay. Um, so sad. He's in the corner crying. <laughs> One of the All eight of eight them. <laughs> okay, so. Um, so Ed and Dexter get kidnapped and then institutionalized by the by, people from Mondo. Burger. Yeah, well, yeah. How does Mondo Burger have that power? <laughs> who is is this so kid rich. like Elon Musk? Like who the? That's f- what I felt like. He's so yeah. Rich. So I guess like. The guy who owns Mondo Burger has these crazy ties to the local asylum, which is just right out of like the 1950s. Like everybody is at first they throw them into a padded room with no beds, but it is their room. The cinematography in that moment is kind of sick, though. Everything else is so static and boring the whole film. I mean, it's fine. It's not like it's bad. But then it like gets right in their face and it's like, whoa, they're in an asylum. But it's things like, have gone upside what? down. It's so it's just and it's just them like interacting with people from the asylum. So like Dexter uh. is playing cards with these like old dudes over a game of chess, might I add, which I just <laughs> thought was weird. Um, and then crazy role played by Linda Cardellini, yeah, a freaks Her and geeks film debut, oh. really. When I saw her, I like literally, I verbally was like, ah, and it woke my cat up. And he was really like, what? She's oh, good in it. Nara's, Nara wants to say something. She was so highly billed in the opening credits. Yeah, I was waiting for her the whole movie. Yeah, she was like, she was like fifth name. When they talk about Roxanne, I was like, oh, here she comes. Is she, mm. she was the character that exists just to out weird Kel? Yeah. I, I don't know why she exists she, at all. Yeah. No I thought that was her function I thought in the she movie. was going to come I was like, oh, the only left. person weirder she than says, Kel is someone she in an asylum. Comes in, she Isn't says, that funny? <laughs> That's honestly what I thought the function of that scene was. Kelly, right? She's literally like, I'm a psychopath. Yeah. And then... All she just does is say that she freed kangaroos from the zoo, which isn't a psychopathic thing. But it's random. <laughs> but didn't, but Kel, random. didn't Kel say that at some point, doesn't Kel say, don't you ever want to go and free kangaroos at the zoo? Oh, maybe I didn't. Oh, I don't know. Oh, See, I can't imagine everyone maybe missed this. I thought, I thought he said something like that earlier. He doesn't say, okay, never mind. Okay, and also just for some reason, they're like, we need everyone to know how crazy she is because her being in the asylum isn't enough. So we bought some decorative birds and we stuck them in her hair. (laughs) And she has a weird hairdo with birds in it. And that whole sequence is just making fun of people in an asylum for seemingly no reason. And And it goes back to Funky's point. It's like, what does this have to do with anything else in the movie? (laughs) And Ed, like, naively frees, like, a psycho killer. And you literally hear someone off camera go, he's killing (laughs) Blah (laughs) Blah. What the fuck? Also, why is it with the general public? They're like, oh, no, don't do that. Yeah, he's just in a room with, yeah. My favorite, my favorite random uh, asylum thing is that Otis gets brought in, and Otis is such a minor character up to this point, and he gets brought in, does nothing, and then isn't in the rest of the movie really. <laughs> he goes through hell and back with those boys in the ice cream truck and the throwing fucking punchicles. Still, no one respects him. They also throw him. Otis 
into <laughs> the room, still with his straight jacket on, but the other guys don't have theirs on. Yeah. He's just like... And- Ed is like, Ed is like, oh, you came to visit us, and he's like, no, I did not. Like, I don't want to be. He's never wanted to be in their proximity. Who gets it the worst in the movie? Is it Otis? I feel mm-hmm. bad for Spatch, just as like oh. a character is portrayed. No words. He's he has the no fry words. cook, and his name is Spatch. And it's like, is he supposed to be disabled? It's he's almost like he's oh, like yeah. a monster. Like he's because he, he's like eating he's flies like a troll off or something. Eats like. the flies off this shit. Oh, oh, I hated him. Okay, and then we when they're planning to escape from the asylum because Mondo Burger has put shark poison in the sauce and course, they have to stop anyone from eating it because. Okay, I hate to plot hole this movie, but the very beginning, the first scene establishes that no one can take burger orders except Ed. Yeah. The whole restaurant goes on a standstill because Ed isn't there to yeah, take the orders. Yeah, that's a very big part of it. Is like, I'm gotta, gotta get the camera guy. It's yeah. the whole first sequence is like, oh, very can you get to work on time because yeah. the whole restaurant is shut down. And then the last sequence, someone else just takes an order. <laughs> and like, <laughs> But also, they hire Dexter to be the delivery guy, but he only goes on one delivery and Ed is driving. <laughs> yes, I thought about that too. <laughs> We had to teach him the Because ropes. he doesn't have a license. But then what else does he do there? But I was positive yeah. the order thing was going to pay off because it's the first and last scene. And it's so stressed that Ed is the only one who can take orders. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, that's going to be the payoff. They're going to order and we're going to think that there's danger and then it's going to stop. No. But Monique just Instead, takes Instead an old lady gets toppled to the ground. <laughs> yeah. But then, Ugh. yeah. So this, but right before they escape, there is another whack scene where an old man with crazy colorful they're not even dreadlocks that's, it's like they just stuck string like i don't that's george clinton, george clinton. Yeah. that's actual george clinton that would be, really that's what he looks like that's george clinton yeah, yeah that's one of his songs they got him. wow how the, why did he agree to do this movie i don't know it's sad it's a sad scene yeah. george clinton of funkadelic and parliament fame everyone one of the greatest funk musicians ever and one of his some songs reason in this movie <laughs> yeah and this that's whole sequence Sorry to interrupt, Hannah. But that whole sequence makes so little sense because it's like both they're playing it as if uh, Ed has inspired this spontaneous dancing, but also that it's their master plan to escape. Like Ed, he just starts dancing and everyone starts dancing and like uh, Dexter's frustrated. He's like, why is he dancing? But then that's their escape plan is to like fight the guards by dancing. No, it's to get the guards distracted, I thought, by the dancing. Yeah, he got the guards dancing. But he gets them dancing and then he hits them. Yeah, he punches them. It's so weird. So bad. Also, I've never actually watched it, but there's, what's the show that Urkel's from? Family Matters. Family Matters. So on Family Matters, I think there's like a, an episode that? where they are at a party and then they put on a song and it's like called like the Urkel or like do the Urkel. And oh, then yeah. everybody oh. at the party does the Urkel dance. And it's just this weird spontaneous so thing. It was just reminded me of that where it was like everybody knows the choreography of this dance. And yeah. I guess yeah. it was just like... I thought it was supposed to be like Thriller. That, I thought it was like it Thriller was also. Yeah, it was very similar it to Thriller. Like the dance which actually like makes it an even worse scene because then they're comparing these yeah. asylum people to zombies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awful. Oh, yeah. I didn't even... Yeah, shit. A lot wrong with that. And <laughs> Terrible. It, and it's not even like it was necessary. Any of it was necessary. Yeah. Like that whole plot line. <laughs> no. Or the Roxanne anything. plot line. Yeah, could have no, just been sliced They could have just... Lock them in like a broom closet, and then they had to t- climb through the air ducts. Seriously, yeah. Which, Seriously. Like, yeah. I don't mind that 
this is the point in the movie that there'd be actual stakes. I think it's done terribly. It's a terrible idea to use the asylum. But it's like the whole movie is like they sneak into Mondo Burger and the Mondo Burger guys like shake their fists and go get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And then at this point, it's like, okay, now they're going to do something. But it's so much more extreme. There's no escalation. <laughs> like it's just like they're like shooting each other with condiments and stuff. And then at the end, they like trap them in an insane asylum. Yeah. And, uh, and the okay. threat is that a bunch of people are going to be murdered from uh, poison. That's <laughs> Well, he so only says they're going to get sick. They escape. Okay. And Linda Cardellini stays behind. And there's like a moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's like, with them. He's like, you're the nicest, prettiest psychopath I ever met. It's Cringe. That's so bad. Why, why did she I don't stay? I don't know if you guys noticed, but I did. In the very end of the movie, in the crowd of people celebrating in the Good no Burger, way, no. she's there. Oh, they wow, don't acknowledge her. There's no out. lights. But she's <laughs> in the crowd with her birds in her gown. Oh. It seems very much like they're setting her up as a love interest for Ed. But then it's like they just leave her. Which it's is so also confusing. like, are you like if she and Ed are supposed to be kindred spirits? Is yeah. this you saying like that Ed himself like like I don't yeah. Bizarre. Why does he have two potential romantic? Maybe she's supposed to be like in yeah. contrast to Roxanne. Roxanne, oh, we're like, well. <laughs> look at this seductress. What he needs yeah, is like sure. bird right. girl. I but do think it's sweet when he says that. He's like, you're cute. And she's like, what's cute about me? And he's like, your head? <laughs> Actually, I thought that was funny. He just tells it like this. Um, Nara, do you want to say... Uh, sorry, what were you going to say? I want to talk about the climax. Because okay, there's, okay. There's just... I have a couple more corners we need to get to. Okay. I just think it's really bizarre that um, they go into the Mondo Burger hideout at the end. And Ed uses the illegal growth home- hormone that uh mondo is using to blow up the entire restaurant and the cops come and they arrest all the mondo burger people for using the growth hormone and ed gets in no trouble yeah, for no exploding trouble a building all. full of people yeah. everyone gets out but he didn't know that why did he do it like, i mean I, I i saw him doing it and i was like why is he doing all this like, it's portrayed just, as a smart move yeah, yeah it's they like, really like, hit it that it's a great move. genius but i'm move. like just take one and get out but he's there for so long pouring it in all the meat although i did appreciate the commentary in that moment where he's like uh you know, the legal system is, is fucked. And if uh, he were to try and do it the legal way, nothing would work out. It would take like years and years for anything to happen. True. In that time, Good Burger would be shut down. <laughs> it's stupid. But the cops but like it's... arrest the Mondo Burger people for the growth hormone. <laughs> like they did. It's I guess so... they did a bad job, but in a different way. But like, that's not something you get like put in the back of a cop car. For. Yeah. yeah. How would the cops would be like, oh, yeah, they have a growth hormone. Yeah. How would the they even have like, known that that was so, what had just like, happened? Who wants to eat a burger that looks like that? That's so big. The it cops kinda are good. like mad in the scene. Yeah. Too. Like they're like pissed. They're like, you're going away for a long time. I can't believe you did this. <laughs> you did what? He's Let me like... know if these are too tight on your wrist. <laughs> He's like, you're not going to get away with this. He's like, it's not my growth hormone. And he's like, we're taking it to the lab right now. It's like, how did you discern this is what's happening? Okay, Nara, you wanted to say something about the perspective of, a, of being a service employee or uh, this movie. Did you feel it was an accurate take? Um... I thought they were all way too into their jobs and didn't get mad at the customers <laughs> enough. 
Yes. Yeah, it was like this, like we're we're a family sort of thing. Yeah, it's like there was never there's like I thought there was gonna be at least one moment where you just like saw like somebody making fun of a customer. Like Mm. even the like Mondo people did not make fun of customers. Also, I had a thought. Um, Kurt from Mondo Burger kind of looked like Sting. The song (laughs) (laughs) Rocks. That is true. Wow. Yes. Wow. That was Sting's. Son. Oh, okay, oh. guys. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, that's interesting. Conspiracy. It's like a Wahlburgers situation. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think that Sinbad funded this movie? He was like. <laughs> why did Sinbad want to do this? He's so bad. Well, like, why did no, Shaq do it? He's so much fun. Like, he's not so bad. He's Sinbad. No. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like honestly. Feels sometimes like, like it was, like was improvised. <laughs> like so him terrible. and Keenan scenes together at some point. Like they were just so. Yeah, everyone's just yelling. Though so <laughs> the first thing that made me laugh is when they're talking about the car, and he's like, "You ruined my leather seats, and you ruined my mirrors." And he's like, he's telling him all the things he ruined. And he's like, "So you see what I'm trying to say?" And Keenan says. Uh, that they get you with all them extras. <laughs> he says it in such a funny way, and he does like this weird, like mugging thing, like he's like an old comedian. So funny. Okay, we, have, so funny. we have to do something very important. We have to decide what we're taking from this movie for our meal with Ken. Sauce. It's got to be the sauce, right? Wait, yeah. We would not make just a... do a burger with sauce. Yeah, I feel like we'll put the sauce on it. I discerned a couple things that were in the sauce. I was looking really closely oh, at I what was in it so we could figure out how to make too. it. I bet you we could Google good burger sauce and someone's made a recipe for it. I saw lem- they, he mentioned lemon juice, lemon juice and, and ketchup. ketchup. He mentioned, a full onion in. Yeah, just, he definitely put a full onion. There was definitely mustard on the side and he definitely put grapes in. Oh, Those yeah. are all the things I, I could see for sure. I think we should serve setting ourselves up for grapes <laughs> be an awful um, sauce. and a fries like thing. <laughs> He also had powdered milk, which is what he was oh, putting. Oh, okay, damn. Okay. Maybe it's a good it sauce. It also then. just looks like tomato sauce. Yeah, but mm. he. But there are lots of specific things that so many he and mentioned it's, that it's were in It's orange, there. isn't it? Yeah, it's. Fully I kind of like that in a movie, though, when it's like you don't actually know what the sauce. It's like kind of contradictory. Is, but yeah, it's just you just. But everyone's reacting to it like it's the most delicious thing, and you yeah. just hear of all these like weird combinations going in and you're like you I don't know how that sauce. could be good but my mind is like thinking want I want if, that so if, bad if they don't tell you what something is you're like well I can't I can only believe that it's good because yeah. I have nothing to compare it to yeah exactly um, should we uh, should we whack a meter it should we I, I have one more thing to say um, an entire sequel script was written and scrapped oh whoa by Paramount Pictures for no reason. Was the movie a failure? Because I think no. a lot of people saw it. No, it had like an eight million budget and made like twenty three million. Wow. I also think it does have a cult following. Yeah, yeah, people talk about it. I think it is a movie that I'd probably enjoy more if I was stoned, but not so stoned that it scared me. But it's not weird enough. Like if that's the, then mm-hmm. keep up what the first five minutes is doing because that's what I yeah. thought the movie was going to be, and I was so on board. And I was like, this is going to be whack in the best way. But then it just But when they do go into absurdity, you get like the insane asylum stuff. Yeah, it's like dangerous absurdity. That's not. (laughs) It's like, Dan, what are you thinking? It's Roxanne and it's asylum and it's terrible. Can I say, though, my heart felt warm when I saw the old Paramount like 
like logo like mm-hmm. the because I it's just been a while I guess watching everything on Netflix that mm-hmm. it was like really nice to see like I just was like felt like I was a little kid again to see I, that's weird maybe what what <laughs> <laughs> no it, you it, haven't it, watched it, a movie from like 1997 <laughs> it's like how long no but not not one like that was. I don't remember the last time I saw... And it just reminded me of, like, all the, like, movies I saw as a kid because Nickelodeon was owned by Paramount. It reminded me of the, um, the Jimmy Neutron movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when going to Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> I like seeing... Uh, the Nickelodeon reminded me of uh, watching Korra. Because mm. you would see that Nick logo at the start of Korra. The Legend, Legend of Korra. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you're talking about. <laughs> uh, can I say something maybe weird? Sure. I actually yeah. thought Dan yeah. Schneider was, like, good. Hmm. Like he was like a good performance, and I kind of liked that Which character. Was he was like the manager. Yeah, he doesn't usually. Oh yeah, act. he was okay. And yeah, they didn't like fine. earn like liking that guy, but I kind of did. Mm. He had an interesting energy. He, he had some like one-liners too that like he only feeds his mom cat food. I remember that. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. How am I gonna afford cat food for my mother? <laughs> also, the girl oh, that her played cats. so weird. The girl that played the vegetarian Dee Dee. I think she has his last name so she's either his wife or his daughter what what do you mean she has his last name like the the The, actress oh oh dan schneider (laughs) she stole it (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was stop no end Is this movie whack or is it not whack? Let's revisit that. Okay, who's am I starting? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say it's literally a five out of five whack. Wow. It was honestly yeah. like wow. it's if if we're trying to define the limits here, that's a pretty fucking whack movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna give it a four because I also wish it was weirder, like formally or script wise or something. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's whack in the uh, problematic sense. But not whack enough in the like, oh, this is trying something weird. I don't know. The, the whack is always a spectral term. Mm-hmm. Spectral term? It refers to ghosts, yes. <laughs> it is a ghost term. But yeah, so I'll, I'll throw four on this one too. I'm, I'm going to say five because it is just so all over the place. And mm. the fact that it lulls later too and there's like <laughs> barely anything of worth mentioning in the last part of the movie where they're just enacting the whole plan i, I was bored as fuck at the end yeah. it's no, nothing funny is happening and i think that itself Except for jumping is, out the window yeah but i'm sorry i mean funny. when they're going into the mondo burger place right. oh oh like, yeah nothing yeah. is happening yeah, it's so, so slow and like yeah we didn't even mention what it. is yeah because it's not worth mentioning <laughs> when they just climb the building yeah. so and you're like yeah. no no they don't you don't even see it happen they, like, they're, they're like you're gonna have to scale this you're gonna yeah. have to jump on that that, that and you just see and i know struggling to get up a straw yeah it's like what like what i know we didn't i didn't that? expect that we would see it but then don't it make Talk me yeah don't Every make me want to see that to keenan while he's climbing i'm so aware that he's standing on something <laughs> yeah. in the frame like he's like because he's got one like, leg up yeah. and he's like oh <laughs> but yes five for me so that brings us to a uh uh, it's been done. Five point. 
That's a 4.5. Wow. That's, that's the highest. Wow. That's pretty, our wackest movie yet. Pretty whack. What will top and it? And it went to Keenan and Kel. <laughs> oh, one thing I wanted to say about Keenan. I think now Keenan is like a middle-aged man, but he looks really young. Mm-hmm. But when he's like a kid in this movie, <laughs> he's young, but he looks like a middle-aged man. Yeah. A little bit. How old were they in real life making this? Does anyone know? If you're watching your smartphone, time to get out the Google. And email us. I would guess they're like 17 or something. Or maybe younger. 16, 17. I thought they were like 20. Yeah. I thought yeah. they, like they were like young 20s. I don't know. We'll check after. I also really like that um, Monique and Ed have the same hair shape. Mm. <laughs> they do. I don't know why, but it was just like another aesthetic thing where it was like, I feel like if you have two central characters, they shouldn't have the exact same hair shape. And be wearing the same clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or why aren't there more people with that hairstyle? But I, yeah, I like also really like appreciate Ed's hairstyle. It's like, I, I, I love. Do you think it was his real hair? No. I don't think so. I felt like you could take the hat off and the hair would come off. Like, yes, the definitely. Whole time like it was attached it. to the hat. Yeah. God, I want a movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we were. We, uh, that's the most dunking we've ever done on a movie. Yeah. I usually like to be positive about everything, but <laughs> it doesn't warrant. It was positivity. hard. It was hard. I actually thought one. it was. A, it was a fun movie. I was. Yeah. I wasn't actually bored. I would say. Honestly, I'd probably find myself in a situation where I would willingly watch it again mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't an, uh, it wasn't like an unenjoyable watch mm-hmm. no it's bad though yeah bad it's movie. fun but definitely bad like <laughs> <laughs> there's some parts that i would not want to see yeah they should really call it bad burger <laughs> <laughs> welcome yes <laughs> yes <laughs> welcome to bad burger yes! home of the bad burger can i get your order <laughs> oh that's uh, we didn't even talk about that Ed says that constantly. Not a joke. Not funny. He says it all the time. Probably says it like but a dozen times. The joke is that that's all he said. Like, like, because Roxanne comes in and she's like, oh, sex. And she's like, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Yeah, and it's never prompted by anything. Like, that's yeah. just a go-to greeting for anyone in any situation. It's not even always a greeting. He just says it. And I don't think his manager wants him to say like, I don't think he cares. Sorry. Yeah, that's not being pushed. That's not an agenda that's being oh, pushed onto can him. Can I just give like um, an honorable mention to Fizz, who gets really excited when he calls him Fizz? Yeah. No one's that ever was, abbreviated my really name before. Drive that was really funny. Fizz doesn't do anything. I know, but he's so enthusiastic. Yeah, he's, got, he's, got a fun, he's got a fun energy. But, but I, I kind of like just he's like... Bad. But he gets ex- his name is Fizz, and his, they call him Fizz. <laughs> Fizz. Yeah, because Fizz and I thought, called him Dex. Oh, yeah. I thought that Dex just mispronounced his name, and then Fizz was really excited. I yeah. yeah, I just really clocked that he said Fizz. <laughs> but he calls oh, it. He keeps Fizz is so much clunkier than Fizz. Also, I had a I had a uh, baseball coach once call me Ad. Just <laughs> so bad. Ugh. Okay, that's sh- terrible. Should we sign out? Yeah, signing out. Um, so much fun. Oh well, yeah, we can I keep stay here talking once the oh. thingy's off. <laughs> if you liked this, please tell your 
friends yes. and mom about it. Yes, yeah. please. Or subscribe or do both. And give us five stars. Oh, but yeah. only if we God, figure if out how to stars. get on Apple Podcasts. We're going we'll we'll to be on. We'll be, we'll on, be on by now for sure. Yeah, okay, we're, we're on Apple Podcasts. You might be listening to us on Apple You five star it. You review it. You write Tim Cook. Is that his name about it? Tim Cook? Tim oh, Cook, from yeah. Apple? Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I, I like that. I like that. Thank you. I was a thinker. Write about us in the (laughs) bathroom stall of your favorite coffee shop. And you know, can I just say a bathroom stall thing real quick? Mm. I was in a bathroom stall (laughs) yesterday. What is a bathroom stall thing? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, hold up. And uh, I saw, you know, people usually put like fucking uh, (laughs) uh, whatever sucks. But it was. Like, I observe that on bathroom stalls. I don't write it. No, I mean, like, how old are you that that's, like, your version of graffiti? All these kids are writing fucking sucks on it. But uh, I was in the AGO, and someone wrote, like, um, infinite mirrors is okay. (laughs) This is the only place where I can spread my And that's devastating. Yeah, no, that's great. They're not blowing me up. Oh, my God. Um, we're going to continue talking about food movies next week. What are we doing? Got a cookery next week? No, that's the last one. Oh. Sausage party? Sure. Oh, we can just decide right now. Sure. You guys want to do that? Maybe we'll tell you something and then we won't. Are we going to do the two English language movies first and then do all the foreign films? True. You can do mine next week. What was week? the one you did? You were doing a... Dene de Caen. Oh, yeah. Hmm. It's going to rule. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that next week. <laughs> Dene de Caen is the French movie that Dinner for Schmucks is a remake of, Whoa. but it is much better. I'm really excited because I've never seen either of them, but I think the concept is great. You want to tease what the concept is? Because maybe it'll make people want to watch it. Oh, sure. The concept of uh, Dene de Caen is that um, there's like this group of friends and they have a contest of who can bring the dumbest person to dinner. <laughs> So then this, <laughs> so then the main character. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a similar sort of thing, kind of. But he just finds this weird guy, but then the guy is so strange and difficult that he makes it hard for him to even get to the dinner. And that's a lot of the movie. Oh, interesting. Well, we can see a different take on uh, this kind Stupidity. of character. Stupidity. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, I can plug the socials. Yes, Instagram at Insomniac Fest. We have a Twitter, but I don't remember the... Do we? <laughs> oh, don't follow the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can just... Follow our TikTok, look, which we'll have by now. We yes. have... Our bigger priorities um, is on the podcast platforms, so don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and to end this, just like they end Good Burger... Welcome to Good Burger. Oh, yeah. Home of the Good the Burger. Too, yeah. Can, Can I, I take, take your, your order? order? Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Is It Whack? Thank you to Ian Mills for our music and Emma Kudlack for our art. Next week, come back because we're going to be talking about another food movie, Le Dinner du Camp. So this is going to be a good conversation, so you're not going to want to miss it. Go to insomniacfestival.com or at insomniacfest on Instagram to learn more about who we are and what we do. This has been another episode of Is It Whack? 
I'll see you uh, soon. Uh, bye.